everybody, welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week we've got Joe. Hey man. And Jimmy. What is up? Nothing much. Spaghetti J. Thanks. Thanks for referencing. I don't even know where that came from it's anymore. Like probably a hundred episodes ago. Is it ago. like, um, did it come from like that Dane Cook joke with that he's talking about like like crappy superpowers and there's like a person who shoots spaghetti from their fingers? Yeah, it was that first and last we did with the Dane Cook discs. <laughs> yeah, just lined them all up. Because I don't know what the reference is, but that's what I picture now. We did the Dane Cook discography, first <laughs> and last spinoff show. All the specials. We did. I don't want to do that. <laughs> It'd be quite the journey, tell you what. Yeah. Watch that weird Dane Cook movie where he's like learning how to like kill people by from like uh what's his name? Uh Ke- Michael Keaton. Maybe it's Michael Keaton. What? He's learning to kill people what like Michael Keaton? Yeah. The one with Jessica Simpson. <laughs> uh, no, Employee no, of the month. <laughs> no, no, not the Walmart one. <laughs> There's a movie that Dane Cook is being taught how to kill. He's like trying to learn how to become like a murderer. Mm-hmm. Is that Mr. Brooks? Is that what it is? And that's uh, and that's um, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Michael Keaton. Kevin Costner. <laughs> that's their very Waterworld. Good. Batman. Whatever. <laughs> um, vastly different films. <laughs> Fair. That's what Mr. Brooks is about. <laughs> I feel like I remember like <laughs> a poster with Kevin Costner on it, and thought it was like a. a finance thriller or something yeah you know, he's teaching dane cook how to murder yeah he's a, it's a it's a well thriller. because like mr brooks is like a murder here like a serial killer a well-respected businessman businessman is sometimes controlled by his murder and mayhem loving alter ego and i think that is oh so he also has a that is kevin costner and then i think dane cook like witnesses him do it but then like wants to get in on it oh he's like yo Movies from two. Yeah, that was really smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me how you did that. That movie's from two thousand seven, and I know I've watched it once, and that was enough. I De- don't remember Dane Cook in that at all. Yeah, he's in it. Did we go see that? Did we get like free tickets to the premiere of that? I can't imagine. I went I to it I, and I, paid for it. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Is <laughs> two for Mister Brooks, please. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> two paid uh, tickets. <laughs> Could I pay I double like to pay for this <laughs> for both Kevin Costner and you got Dane this in Cook? 3D? Demi Moore's in it. <laughs> ah, Demi. It's got to be worth a dollar or two, right? Just ask Ashton Kutcher. I would Kutcher. pay a dollar to watch most movies. I think most yeah. movies. Like I'm trying to think of what's a movie that you wouldn't pay one dollar to see in theaters. Uh, Mr. Brooks. <laughs> 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 Uh, anyway, I'd pay <laughs> I'd pay a dollar to go see Mr. Brooks tomorrow in a movie theater. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'd I'd pay one dollar for that. They got popcorn. I mean, anything, just anything though. It's like yeah, oh, but I mean Friday that's night. not free. Hmm. Trying Pop- to win a popcorn. Trying to want a one dollar business here, <laughs> popcorn, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> popcorn just normally actually does though cost about as much as the movie costs. Yeah. <laughs> You throw in dollar popcorn and a dollar movie, I'll see Mr. Brooks. So two do- so that's $2 to see Mr. Brooks, but you get a snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. <laughs> Solved it. Hey, Joe, what's this podcast? <laughs> Not movies, nor <laughs> Kevin Costner. Mm, that's our other podcast. Um, unless we need to backfill some shows, then next week we're doing Mr. Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Costner <laughs> pod. Typically, we take a TV show and watch only the first and only the last episode. Nothing in between. Just the good stuff. Just where they meet everybody and then the wedding at the end. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part. Or they move. Just the weddings and funerals at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, the wedding, the funeral, or they move. They find out who's mom. Yeah, they find out it's in a snow globe. Oof. <laughs> Man, I need to get back onto that train. I didn't think about that for this episode. Hmm. The St. Elsewhere yeah, universe? Yeah, so I was in charge of picking this episode, and, and yeah, I... I was deep into that for a while, trying to find shows from that, see how it connected. But that's not what I did for this one. For this one, what did you do? Yeah, for this one. So I've been watching a lot of a lot of Hulu because I thought of a show that I was thinking that I snubbed on the uh, best of the 2010s episode, mm. and that show is um, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Oh. 
But that, that show, show done? It's no, it's still going. Okay. A. <laughs> B most of my favorite episodes started in in the aughts. It started in 05. So I'm I'll save it for when we do best of the aughts. Okay, fair enough. I'm starting to think you don't know what kind of podcast this is. <laughs> Let's go. What show did you pick, Jane? So, okay, so okay. <laughs> so so anyway, so what I've realized is he's stalling to I figure did... out what show he's actually doing. He's like, oh shit, we can't do that. Uh, anyways, I kept scrolling and then <laughs> look. <laughs> so, unfortunately, with with the uh, release of um, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. I did the whole Disney Plus bundling like Hulu and ESPN. Mm-hmm. But what that I didn't realize was that that cheaper like package is hulu with ads Mm. so i figured now i'm just gonna try to do hulu shows here so i don't have to watch the ads (laughs) because my hulu doesn't have ads because you pay for normal hulu right um so i was looking at shows there and i have you guys ever seen californication no but it has x-files guy in it yeah david duchovny Mm -hmm. is it fave I think it is about David Duchovny is uh, maybe a writer or something, mm-hmm. and he also really likes to have sex. Yeah. I, yeah. For <laughs> some reason, I like I haven't seen either of these shows, but I tie Californication to um, BoJack Horseman. Uh, keep think, going? I think they might have both have posters with them like, sitting in pools or something and looking sad i'll look yeah. that up after but I... one's a dog an anthropomorphic dog one is david duchovny yeah he's got his face is horse-like yeah no i did sure. i i've never thought that i mean for some reason when you right when you said that i was like yeah that makes sense to me so i don't i don't know the same show just in different universes it's like yeah it's kind of some hi- some highbrow, some sadness, some fornication, some depravity. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Th- this is probably not going to be a good Joe show, unless this show is about <laughs> like a mid two thousands. Um, it's about red hot the red, red hot, hot chili, chili peppers. peppers. <laughs> yeah. It's about the recording of that album. Um, <laughs> I think I remember when this show like originally came out. Also, what are do you got? You know when it came out, we got stats or something for that. Oh, but I, but I think when it originally came out, people like were like seven to fourteen. People were like, this show it has like David Duchovny like having sex with a lot of people. Also, David Duchovny's a sex addict in real life, <laughs> and I don't know if those were just like rumors. Huh. This is like, well, yeah, okay. TBD. <laughs> I feel like that was a thing he went to rehab for in like the early 2000s or something. Is that is that so? I'm just trying to figure out. I'm not interesting. You know, what um, a, what yeah. a thing to be addicted what the source to. Source material but. is. So, I think I watched like the first season of this, and I don't know how I did that while it was on because I've never had Showtime in my life. Pretty sure. Maybe I did for one year. I'm. I don't. I guess. <laughs> yeah. July 2011, can David Duchovny recover from sex addiction? ABC News. 11? That's, yeah. That was during this show. So maybe this yeah. show made him an addict. Yeah, so this show aired 2007 to uh, August 2007 to June 2014. And it went seven seasons, 84 episodes, uh, mm. Showtime, right? Pretty good. Yeah, Showtime. Um, And so half, like basically halfway through this show but david duchovny banging his way through california he went to rehab for banging his way through california weird so maybe he had some writing credits or or uh some created by credits i haven't looked into any of that yet oh hey i was totally the first sentence this series revolves around hank moody a novelist plagued by alcoholism Oh, also alcoholism. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, what I remember from this from 2007, which is some time ago now, is that he just like he's a writer and he's just he's an aging writer, but like a suave aging writer still banging everybody, but trying to fit into this like new age of um, 
abbreviations and stuff just and and just his whole thing is that everyone's we're just ruling ruining the english language oh that's what his he's mad about that yeah okay he's he's just he's just mad at this new younger the the basically what would become the millennials right yeah um they weren't millennials they just weren't like called that in 2007 yeah right but at the same time he's just banging millennials (laughs) from what i you gotta remember. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. Hey man. Millennials, very bangable. Hmm. That's what him and uh Leonardo DiCaprio have in common. <laughs> That's what debt does to you, it makes you sexy. Hmm. Makes you <laughs> 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 I don't That's an interesting word for it. <laughs> How much do you owe? I'm getting hot already. <laughs> All right. Debt makes you sexy. Joe, have you have you seen any of this show? Because I know I've seen a couple. Not, not at all, not nearly. So, can you walk us through the first episode? Um, uh, we open up on uh, David Duchovny, um, in bed, uh, surrounded by like three women. Hmm. And then he asks them all to leave, and then he's like, <laughs> "I gotta write my book." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he has breakfast, scrambled eggs. Couple sausage patties, some avocados. <laughs> a cu- like a couple avocados. Yeah, he loves avocados. So he like slices up like three avocados, cores them, and just like cuts them up. Eats the eats the seed, the core <laughs> yeah. seed. So you think like he's he's a you think like he's good in the kitchen? Then he knows his way around a kitchen. He knows his way around a kitchen. The that's a, that's a um a common trope of this show is what what he's making for breakfast. He's always making breakfast for the ladies. Mm. What kind of novel? Let's oh. stay for breakfast. What kind of stories <laughs> do you think he writes? Um, they're like very like erotic. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> the opposite, just like very wholesome. I don't know if it's like kids' books or something, or like um, like self help books about like putting your life together and like <laughs> something like that. But just <laughs> something where it's like you look at this guy and he's like, and you're like, how can this guy write this book? Yeah, I wanted to say he's like <laughs> writing like a Jason Bourne, Jack Reacher type stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> he's not. There's if a- David Duchovny wrote an action like thriller book, I'd read it. I mean, if actual <laughs> David Duchovny wrote yeah, it, yeah, I would, yeah, sure. yeah, I would totally. Um, I feel like he's writing like Fifty Shades of Grey stuff. Okay, I think so yeah, I think um, I think whatever he's doing, he hates it. Because that's just like what I feel like he just he just kind of just he's just upset. Yeah, I could I could that's the character vibe that I get. I could see him like being involved in I'm writing this book, but it his like his uh what are they, his manager or whatever mm-hmm. publicist Editor, publicist is that sure. what they are? They're like, hey, you need to write like the next the next uh, installment of like this book. And he was like, I'm done. Shades. I'm done with that character. I finished the trilogy that I just wrote. It was done. And yeah. he's like, doesn't want to do. Yeah, I would agree with you. Okay. Whatever he's, okay, okay, whatever okay. book he's supposed to be writing, I bet he doesn't want to do it. Right. You got to, you know, you got to put some uh, challenges in front of him. What's what what still exist? What forms of of media like that still exist in 2007 is like are blogs a thing? Oh yeah, oh, is he yeah. writing? Uh, like I mean, he's some, a blogger and like not op-eds. a writer. <laughs> I mean, the, the Wikipedia says like he's what a novel. I'm trying to think of what new media that he has to do that he's just like upset about having. Like, what is this Zanga post I'm doing? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I hope he's hope he's writing on Zanga. He just runs a Tumblr page. Yeah, he's got like a he's just got like a WordPress, and he's just he's got to write like op eds about celebrities nobody cares about i don't know mm-hmm. joe i appreciate you just texting us in the room the cover of the californication <laughs> yeah californication season, season one. one and bojack horseman <laughs> oh also I... maybe season one it's both just like a dude in a robe at the pool <laughs> yeah holding a drink that's amazing it's it's similar yeah yeah so maybe we gotta do this in tandem with bojack horseman next I think week that show's done too oh really i think so oh dang all right, I'm I've it. seen like 15 minutes of that show. I've seen one episode for sure. I've seen it of that one, and I loved it. Yeah, that it, I saw it was, for sure. The first season is really good. 
I don't I'm I won't say it. it's basically someone tells a joke at the beginning of this episode mm-hmm. and at the very end they like pay the joke off. <laughs> and and but the, they spend a long time telling this joke at the beginning mm-hmm. and it's not funny at all. Mm-hmm. And at the end they like pay it off mm-hmm. and most people in the room that I watched it with was like I don't get it. And I was like <laughs> that was genius. It was amazing. <laughs> I think Bojack Horseman is like well, that is just not at all what we're doing today, but it, it's like a adult um, cartoon that's like like smart like Arrested Development, but like it is Will Arnett, but um, also just just depressing. Yeah, it's I've heard just, it's real sad. Just depressing, but it's so but it's like witty and smart that like you're still somehow like satisfied and like uh yeah the world. The world sucks, kind of. <laughs> oh, also, um, before we get into episode one of Californication, um, Mr. Robot Watch 2020. Yeah. I watched the second episode. From, before. <laughs> Just one episode? Yeah. In this, in Every this, week, you're going to say, I, I watched in the this, next in this episode. week, I watched the next episode. Tight. That and, first season's dope. And so, nice, and I was like, nice. that was fun. <laughs> what is that? What is that on? USA. Amazon Prime. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Nice. Amazon.com backslash Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. You just emailed Bezos and he sent you a link. <laughs> he just sends you a, yeah, a link. Do we have to, do we have to watch, um, cause that was, did that make the FNL top 10 or was that just like Joe's top 10 for, from Mr. Robot? Yeah, wasn't that one? Oh, oh, I'm not 100 percent sure where it landed. I know well, Supernatural. Yeah. Made, hey, tweet made at it. us, listeners, if you, <laughs> if you keep track of these things. He's <laughs> probably write that down. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, do we need to in 2020 watch all the shows that we haven't seen yet? For sure, we've seen some of them, but there's a, uh, I mean, p- potentially, yeah, there's there's a spreadsheet somewhere that I have that says what I what we said. It's in the podcast. Google's. It's it in the cloud. What somewhere. we said. Yeah, we said it somewhere. You guys got a um, a prediction for number of boobs? Oh, six and over six under boobs. I'm gonna go under five boobs. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to participate. You just wanted to. I think if we're, if we're saying five is the over under, I think I'll take under. How many butts? <laughs> Talking bare butts. Yeah, I think we get a Duchovny. Oh, Duchovny butt. We definitely get a Duchovny butt. I think maybe just one Duchovny butt. I'll, I'll we say all that, get a point. If I'll say this. Right, I'll say this right right now. If we, if we don't get a Duchovny butt, I'm not watching the last episode. <laughs> oh come on, man! <laughs> you guys, I'll just sit here and you guys can tell me what it yeah. was like. Let's place a shot bet on a Duchovny butt. Or well, something. I can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing January. Yeah, I'm not drinking in January. January. Because that's what cool kids do in January. <laughs> so I'm going to drink my LaCroix. And we'll cool see yet. you after the first episode of uh, Californication. Called Pilot. Damn it. Called This Is My Butt. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. We finished the first episode of Californication. And we saw eight boobs. So many boobs. And one Duchovny butt. Duchovny. <laughs> Dukov- I can't bum. believe it. I'm just saying you can't so believe it. <laughs> okay, I just can't. Be- I, I'm just floored that it happened within <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Gotta show off that butt. And it was probably the only butt we saw. It was the only butt we saw. Mm-hmm. They, <sighs> made, they made a very good, they made a very cho- big choice to... Only show the top half of women and the bottom half of Robert, or oh, Robert Dunn Jr. We're just talking about Robert Dunn Jr. Oh, boy. I'm like, yeah, he's probably got a good butt. Probably. He's Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. For sure. Uh, do you have a write-up? Sure do. It's about Robert Downey Jr.'s butt. <laughs> it's just a fanfic you just wrote? Okay, this is, <laughs> this is uh, the pilot of Californication. A one-night stand causes writer Hank Moody to be late in meeting his 12-year-old daughter Becca at home, much to the disgust of ex-girlfriend Karen. Then a romp with a hot bookstore shopper will upend Hank's life in ways he could never imagine. After Becca sneaks out to a party, Hank and Karen go in search of their daughter. 
Later, Hank and Karen have a heart-to-heart where he admits he wants her back, but she reveals she's engaged to another man and is moving on. She's engaged to a man named Bill. Bill. In that, in that bookstore room. her gal's dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bill's daughter named Mia, and she's 16. And, Full on 16. And Joe, let's talk about that. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Should we go to predictions? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in this episode, I mean, like, so I think David Duchovny's character, Hank, has sex with, like, four different people in this one episode Mm -hmm. in 33 minutes Mm -hmm. it's impressive not even so i mean basically he is like uh, his his ex karen who they have a 12 year old daughter with Mm -hmm. and she 13 she was basically between she was like you're just banging all these hoes to like get back at me or something like that Mm -hmm. he probably kind of is yeah there's some element of he wants her back definitely a coping element of some sort Mm mm-hmm um and he's a writer and he had a movie come out based on his book right but he like doesn't like the movie the book is called god hates us all yep and then the movie is called um crazy little thing called love yeah just (laughs) just to like hardcore illustrate like how different the book is from the movie yeah so yeah and then um classic and then, yeah, so then they, he, uh, I mean, Hank definitely loves his daughter, mm-hmm. but he's, yeah. and then he definitely is like trying to get back with his baby mama, Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, uh, bangs the wrong girl, apparently, 16 year old girl. He, the, he meets a girl at a bookstore because he's just like trolling for puss at the bookstore, <laughs> as you do. Well, he's like his own book. Yeah, he's hanging around his own book. Yeah. And there's a girl looking at his book. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like knowing now about like the reveal at the ending, it feels a little bit like she was trying to like trap him. Like she knew. Well, and that's the thing. Like, interesting. This yeah. girl is Bill's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so she, she lives with Hank's daughter and his ex right so she's gotta know what hank looks like yeah and she just happens to be she happens to just be at the bookstore like reading his book like at a bookstore he would be at and then talks to him and stuff how many days in a row she's just hanging at this (laughs) bookstore with his book in her hand yeah so she i never thought of that that's and that's why entrapment is illegal (laughs) you can't set people up like that um, <clears throat> so you're saying his statutory rape was legal? Because <laughs> no, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, hey, now that's what I heard him say. Play the tape back. Um, I mean, I didn't say those words, but but and so then yes, they uh they uh have a meeting of uh the generals of the generals. <laughs> Is that what you call sex? <laughs> they they show Hank having sex with this girl he meets at the bookstore and then it turns out later that it's his ex-wife's like boyfriend's 16-year-old daughter. To um, which I was like, "Is that betrothed?" Like it seems like you can't portray a 16-year-old having sex in uh, a and, and it's not like we like just like portrayed it like yeah. we saw her like boobs yeah you know? so it's like in a way it's like you just showed me who i'm supposed to believe is a 16 year old girl yeah Who's, like not she's like tw- the actress is like 25 right when the show at the time or something like that yeah, yeah. But, so technically legal but portraying a person who's underage that seemed dicey to me i mean it's i mean it's morally uh ambiguous at best uh-huh but i mean it's probably legal obviously because they did and also they did at worst david the company is not currently in jail <laughs> at best, yeah and or at, at least worst. since i googled but <laughs> um but like i made we were talking about it a little bit before and i was like well take any high school movie mm-hmm. that you have um like mean girls is also a good example or mm-hmm. like super bad they're all supposed to be in high school right like, do you see boobs in that i'm sure you i'm sure you see boobs in super bad mclovin has sex Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to let that sound bite go. I also feel like I read that like Mick Lovin himself like 
was underage during the time of filming, so like his mom had to be on set when they, they were like to. filming his sex scene. He was that young? Yeah. I mean, I guess like that was a long time he ago, and Jonah young. Hill was probably mm-hmm. really young too. Yeah. And it was Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. They were probably really young twenties, if anything. Yeah, and like like Mick Lovin was like you know 17. just shy of eighteen yeah. at the time of filming, so like his Crazy. mom had to be on set. Um, but like you sign know, off on boobs. There's hey, all mom, these. Can you sign this form? <laughs> can you sign this form so I can see boobs all at work? Um, there's all these high school wow, movies that like have twenty five to thirty year old actors who are all like super hot, mm-hmm. and they're they're doing nothing but sexualizing all these presumably kids they're not saying like these are all kids in high school but they're all 18 like they're not yeah, you know, yeah, they're not yeah, saying right. that yeah um but like this show did it like one more where it just very specifically was like yeah here's this girl's boobs she's 16 ah! she's 16 not only was she oh well actually there was a lot of weird there was a lot of weird sex stuff in this but she popped him in the eye a couple of times she punched mm-hmm. him yeah and it seemed like that was her like kink that was like her fetish or maybe she knew she who he was. Like, you know, now you, now that you, like, think that she knew, might knew who she was, mm-hmm. maybe she was just, that's not a thing she likes. She just wanted to hit him for some reason. Yeah, she's leave like, some evidence. Because she's like, I can do whatever I want. There's no way, yeah. like, anything bad's going to happen to me. I feel mm-hmm. like the dialogue that happened surrounding mm-hmm. the punches mm-hmm. made me think that it was yeah. a legitimate fetish surrounding it. Right. Um, interesting also though, like Hank got tricked and now, I mean, presumably <laughs> his life's in dire straits, <laughs> but like, you know, in an extremely lesser way, but like us as the viewer literally got tricked too. Mm-hmm. We were like, yeah, we were like, oh, this is a hot chick. And he's like banging her and it's like, cool. And then like later, like, oh crap, that was, she was 16. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but she wasn't, but like you think about it for a <laughs> yeah. second and you're like, Ooh, so like. Now we they feel really, dirty about it. Yeah, like his character it's feels dirty. Brought about us it. into the character's like depravity. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I don't necessarily appreciate that, but <laughs> they did that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we can Thoughts, mo- Joe? <laughs> we can move on from that specific scenario. But I do have a question for Joe though, mm-hmm. because obviously, like his like sex capades mm-hmm. in the show really kind of do have to do with what his character is dealing with or like how he's coping with it. Sure. But it's maybe a little excessive mm-hmm. <laughs> for whatever. As someone who definitely does not appreciate sex in their shows, mm-hmm. how did you feel about this episode of TV? Um, I think it's the worst episode of TV I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I don't think it's an exaggeration. I don't think I've hated wow. a TV watching experience more than this episode. Oh, okay. Wow. And I think it's even just like more than the sex, but just like the sheer douchiness of this guy. Um, and that just like. I get the vibe that like David Duchovny and the writers like don't see that this guy see this guy as like a hero and something like kind of aspirational and not really that he's just a major douche. Like there's a whole scene where he's in a movie theater and um, there's a guy like in front of him just straight up having a conversation on a cell phone in the movie theater um and then so david duchovny like he like takes the phone from him and like throws it and then like ends up like beating up the guy and then the entire like movie theater cheers i mean i would have clapped if i was in that <laughs> movie theater. yeah but it's just like it, it just feels yeah. so much like oh man wouldn't it be tight to just like just like beat up on those people that talk in a movie theater we're gonna have our character do that and like yeah. and people are gonna cheer for him and love it <laughs> I mean, I guess I am curious that on like make a ton of sense. what people thought when they finished this first episode, especially when the show came out. Yeah, where they were like that David Duchovny's a cool dude. Yeah, like are like that Hank Moody. Uh-huh. David Duchovny is a cool dude. <laughs> he was in the X Files, but like that Hank Moody is cool. I want to be like him. Yeah, I want to drink all the time. But it's it's like, like that scene at the theater, and then there's another scene where like he's kind of like on a double date with his like agent, I think. And the girl that he's uh-huh. set up there with, like, he's not getting along with, and then... Well, he's not trying to get along with her. Yeah, really and she's like, oh, why don't you, if you think you know me so well, why don't you tell me about myself? And then, like, he goes on this long tirade about how she's, like, fucking boring and the worst. And then she gets upset and leaves, so we're 
meant to think that he's like totally right but it's another thing where it's just like oh man like this guy is totally so much better than everyone and like he could totally like dress people down and he just says what he thinks and he tells it like it is he's a regular sherlock that yeah Hank Moody. <laughs> it's kind of like it's, it's did you guys ever watch louis the louis ck show no so actually and actually so his agent charlie charlie's wife i think is marcy mm-hmm. her name's pamela adlin and she's in the show louis with louis ck okay and that whole show is basically just um it's it's louis and he just walks around and he just kind of makes just his life is just he he makes bad choices and his life is just kind of shitty and he he like does and he kind of like set stuff up like this where he's like mean to people and rude and but like it's in it's like a similar way only it's actually like sad yeah i feel like this is hank mooney's like you're supposed to like feel bad that he's ruining his life but then he's like yeah he's like but he's also like the hero and just shitty you can have like an anti-hero character and a lot of like dark comedies are like that where you see yeah like for for gossip girl for instance like when that guy like (laughs) sexually assaults that woman in the first episode and in the end episode he's like a hero (laughs) like that whoa not quite like no not like that (laughs) fuck you gossip girl (laughs) but like there's like shows where like shows or movies that center around an awful person and there's some um there's some enjoyment about seeing an awful person do things that you wouldn't personally do because you're a good person um and i get that enjoyment um but like it's it's typically within the context of like no but this is an awful person and it feels like this californication show is like missing that extra like little sprinkle of like it seems too like self-satisfied in like the things that it do that it's doing. And it's just like, we're fucking making a tight show where a guy bangs everybody and like gets the best of everyone. And who cares? Also, he boned a 16 year old. (laughs) I'm just like, shut up show. Stop smirking at me. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe this like first season will go on and he, his life will tank Mm -hmm. more and more, but yeah, they didn't, like well, even it also with the, like movie that he hates that's on yeah. his own thing and stuff. It's still yeah. It's the show starts like, with him um, still living a great like, life, <laughs> having um, like his whole problem is he, he's he has writer's block. He can't come up with anything to write. And then at the end of the episode, he's able to sit down at his computer and write the word "fuck," right? Because his his life is spiraling out of control. But it's like also like the one thing that might have turned his life upside down, where he accidentally bones a sixteen year old. It's turned into a positive because now he can write, <laughs> right? Right. Like it's like, oh fuck, that might have been messed up, but my writer's block is gone, and it's just like another win for fucking Hank. Hmm. Literally fucking Hank. <laughs> ten out of ten. Joe would watch again. <laughs> I hate it. I the hate second it. episode, worst... it just pulls up the computer, and it's just the word fuck like a hundred times i feel like i even hate the people who like possibly like this show like you're terrible too (laughs) (laughs) like if it Uh, if it gets more maybe they're like some people probably watched this show and been like this is awful but like i need to keep seeing how wide just want to see the car crash yeah yeah sure Mm. everyone slows down you know (laughs) i think i think um when i watched it David Duchovny in general is just just pushed me through a season of it <laughs> um, with my roommate. But yeah, if this show, if it, I feel like it's trying to have that quality of like this poor guy, like this guy is just screwing up and mm-hmm. it's getting crazier and crazier and out of control and where to where you actually like feel for him because you don't really feel for him at all yeah i feel like i also specifically hate tropes about um like writers or producers living in la 
or mm-hmm. it's just like it's just too like self-referential for me or it's just like <laughs> i'm a writer i'm gonna make a show about a writer who bones all the time and i'm just like fuck you well i mean it's, it's also <laughs> it's just harsh. like could you write a story and just not write about your whole your like dumb life yeah can you just like just give it one degree of like, separation show out? me that you're an actual writer and write about something instead of what you just did today yeah okay but isn't that like what zach braff did when he did garden state yeah it's pretty sweet that i don't but that's a a story that you don't see (laughs) it's just like a trope especially about california it's especially a trope that i hate about just like Mm. like i hate like songs about california because it's just like yeah but okay zach braff at least did it in not california but also it was presented in a like very interesting way Mm. this was literally just like he wakes up, bangs somebody, moves onto a thing, has a fight with his like ex, bangs somebody. Oh, like mm-hmm. they they made they they cut the axe in this in this episode of TV based on when he banged. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, now scene change, tits, scene change, tits. <laughs> huh. Like if Showtime Showtime doesn't have commercials, right? Because it's like network. No, nope. it's not. It's premium. Whatever I'm trying to say. It's just like <laughs> I, just, I just thought literally for a second. Were there boobs and then a commercial? <laughs> it was, uh, it was poor man's HBO is what Showtime is. Um, all right, cool. So, Joe, we're gonna have to watch one more episode <laughs> of this. Oh so my god! But also, we we I, I I do think this is seven seasons long. I think the first couple seasons are gonna be wild like this. Mm-hmm. I feel like the show's gonna calm down a lot. Sure. Like I just kind of don't think it can stay at this pace. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. Just much less. Who is gonna stick boobless. around? Like. Like the lowest of the low degenerates are going to watch seven seasons of this one episode that we just watched. Could you imagine <laughs> if the show was like this for seven seasons, like eighty-four episodes of just yep. this sh- this episode? Just keeps I mean, writing every, and every like Showtime show on HBO show starts with like at least eight boobs. Like even Game of Thrones like lost boobage over time. Like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you could probably. I'm sure there's like a chart. There's a graph. Boob to season ratio. Boob versus time. <laughs> Boops, I had a couple of thoughts. Over uh, <laughs> just that it had there, like the the opening is the Rolling Stones song. You can't always get what you want. That probably cost some money. Mm-hmm. And then there was a fun, um, some sort of David Bowie cover at the end during the montage of uh, like touching flashback. A lot of very expensive licensed music in this episode. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you got that Showtime money. <laughs> Got that Duchovny money. Just blown it yeah. on the, uh, the soundtrack. Um, Karen, did you guys re- did you guys recognize Karen at all? I mean, is that his ex wife? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, ex girlfriend. Where do you want me to recognize her from? I recognized her, but I recognized her from the Truman Show. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew she was in the okay. Truman Show as well. Cool. I love cool, the Truman cool. Show. Truman Show's a good. And movie. then <laughs> Becca, the kid. Apparently she was in Hemlock Grove. I feel like that's been on. Isn't that a Netflix show? Right, Netflix with um, uh, uh, Zania on a top. What's her uh, name? Famka. Famka. Janison, I think is her <laughs> yeah. name. You went Jean Buck. Grey. Yeah, Jimmy had to go James Bond <laughs> right away, and then <laughs> then Marvel, and then nerd. Um. Anyway, she, and she's always also in Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is an amazing show and Amazon that you should definitely people be watching. have said things about that show being good. Oh my god, it's so good. Maybe we'll get to it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Should we do some predicles? Yeah. You go first. Oh, okay. Number one, Hank's getting married. Because <laughs> there's got to be, this is not a show that's above just doing what you would normally do in a finale Mm-mm. at all. I don't expect much from this finale at all. Haven't actually looked up if it was canceled or if it's finale, but. I'm assuming. I mean, probably mm-hmm. finale went seven seasons. Yeah. I'm sure they went. How the shit did we make it this far? <laughs> so I'm I'm basically assuming there's a lot of a lot of the tropes. I think Becca is graduating college or is like a recent grad, mm-hmm. trying to figure out life. Um, I think Charlie the agent is divorced, and that ha- somehow comes into play from from Marcy, and I think. Hank has some sort of big book out, some big, big new novel. New he finally he beat the uh, writer's block. He's got he's got a big new book out. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. That's it. Um, I have, I realize that these are related, but they're not intended to be, I, uh, but I have that Hank dies. Um, <laughs> Joe's wish list. Yeah. <laughs> Hank dead. Um, but I think before that, yeah, let's say before, before Hank dies, there's a cemetery scene. So living Ooh, Hank in a cemetery, a little... but then later So the dies. cemetery scene is like not his funeral. Yeah. That's basically what you're mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, I think there is a Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. <laughs> um, I did read on Wikipedia that the Chili Peppers actually did sue over the name. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but then win? the show was just like, you don't have a case. You never trademarked it. And they were like, huh. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my sock? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um, and the... <laughs> Because they probably checked before yeah, they yeah. named the They're song like, that. And that's what like, the like, lawyer, job. lawyer or producer or whatever said. Like, well, they never trademarked it. Like, if they did, like, we would have just named it something else. California Calle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mother truckers. <laughs> uh, they would have called it... Um, uh, by the way, I was just trying to come up with another Chili Peppers album, and I realized I don't know any of the names <laughs> anymore. Is, this, is the one after that called By the Way? Yeah, sure. Either way, that joke didn't land, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear that in your left ear, because it wasn't funny. <laughs> uh, okay, then my last prediction is that Becca, Hank's daughter, writes a book. Hmm. Well, good for all Becca. Right, all right. Yeah. Um, all right. Mine are not the same as all of yours. <laughs> um, mine, well, sort of. Mine, I think Hank has a movie coming out based on his new book. Okay. And he, but he's like into the movie. Okay. Oh. So it's like the opposite of what's happening. Who's the, the director? Uh, Joss Whedon. <laughs> okay. So it's a so it's a space western. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he wrote a book called Fuck. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know how we're gonna get that to be known <laughs> unless that's the book that the movie's come. You know. Mm-hmm. But I think like yeah, his one sentence fuck at the end of episode one mm-hmm. is the name of his new book. Um, I think he's married to Karen. Okay. They get back together. Yeah, I think they get back together. And I don't think Becca is in this episode. No Becca. Okay. Ooh. Cool. We'll see. Okay. 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 Just drop the daughter. This isn't like family matters. What is this? I mean, drop the. It's <laughs> from what else he did. I mean, we gotta drop the daughter before he tries to <laughs> do something with her too. God. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's watch this finale. Get. We'll put Joe out of his misery. Yeah. Load it up. <laughs> One thirty more minutes, Joe, and you never have to watch it again. I'll hold my nose. Have a beer. It'll be fine. All right. Cool. Watch out for boobs. <laughs> All right. We'll see you after the finale of Californication. Don't sue us, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we're done with Californication. Done with Californication. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he can do it, Josh. <laughs> I can't. God damn it! Well, <laughs> change the words. I can cut you but, off. That before. little bitty ting makes all the difference. Yeah, if that you little s- bitty ting. If you sneak it in the middle, I can't do anything about it. Uh, That's from um, that clip of uh, Vanilla Ice talking about how Ice Ice Baby is different from Under Pressure. Oh, <laughs> He's like, the one extra. My beat goes dun 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 dun. It's that little bitty ting. Wow. What an asshole. It is technically different. (laughs) Now he flips houses. (laughs) Do you have a write-up for us, Jim? Yeah, I do. This shit show is called Grace. Uh, The day finally comes. Can Marcy and Charlie go through with Stu's offer to bang Marcy for a million dollars? Hank confronts his feelings about Becca's wedding and makes the difficult choice between spending his future with Julia or Karen. So, I guess Julia must be Heather Graham? Must be. I gathered that he has some history with Heather Graham. They have a kid together? Then they have a kid together. A a piece of shit (laughs) kid together. Who looks nothing like either of them. 
Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes when two very attractive people make a kid, they make a real ugly object. <laughs> but he's got, like, wow. dark, curly hair, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, what side are you from, <laughs> guy? From what I learned about genetics. There's Something. some uh, there's some RNA recessive. at work in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> recessive some genes. recessive, ugly genes. For the win. Uh, was that the whole write-up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he like has some kid. He has a well first he so we got the like previously on sort of thing where we found out like his daughter was gonna decided to get married mm-hmm. and then she was just gone and then he had like a dream right away that she said I'm not gonna get married. Mm-hmm. And then that was ended up being a dream. Karen um is flying to New York to see the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Duchovny, Hank isn't going to go, but then he like goes on this like tirade of like, I'm going to fix everybody in my life mm-hmm. and like be a, like do good. Mm-hmm. And so then he like helps uh, Stu and Marcy, or he tries to like, he goes and talks Stu into like not letting his wife, like bang this old dude for a million dollars. Yeah, they're in some sort of weird indecent proposal. Which is just on. the plot to indecent proposal. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, really? You just <laughs> redid it? Like, yeah. if anything, I'm I'm assuming they probably went. This is just indecent proposal. Like they probably <laughs> said it in the show. And my they god, if they did, didn't, yeah. like then you very much ripped it off. <laughs> that was just lazy. I like did. the minute I heard what there was like a million dollars. I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They didn't even yeah. come up with a different dollar amount, like you know, <laughs> two million dollars. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> um, one hundred and an indecent proposal was like ninety four. So like, adjust for in inflation at least, you know. Yeah, adjust. <laughs> what if they did it's a, that? Yeah, it's, a, it's almost a decent proposal. <laughs> <laughs> a pretty pretty standard boilerplate. Uh, a million dollars? That was good in 94. <laughs> I will yeah. say, Stu, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just taking on more and more roles that to, that just, like, freak me out. Because, like, I feel like he first started appearing in things in very, like, wholesome, like, like 90s sitcoms and stuff. And then he was the weird... Um, teacher that got fired in glee in the like first episode for coming on to students hmm. and he's in like the he's in like the first season of glee and i mean david duchovny should have got kind of freaky fired in the first episode they, of the show for coming <laughs> on to a student if you know what i mean oh oh not oh. allowed to laugh at that <laughs> and i'll <laughs> you'll go to jail if you laugh at that yeah. hmm anyway and now he's just totally uh yeah he's totally gone off the rails yeah, in this role, he's got a sex doll that looks just like Marcy. Had to think of her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. weird Very weird. Sex doll. That was weird. Um, clearly, Charlie's into some weird sex stuff going on too. So, but not clear if they're divorced or not. Seems like they're still seemingly together. Oh, I think they're fully together. Yeah. They were like, I he love tried you. To bang. And, yeah, they were great. He, tr- he tried to bang love, hope. I don't know. Who he knows? couldn't get it up with hope. Who was um? Oh, the, str- the, the, the gal from uh, the newsroom. You should watch it. It's an amazing show. I heard it was on some of somebody's top 10 list of the decade or some shit. Yeah, I didn't think about watching that today. Next time. <laughs> next time. Newsroom. Um, and yeah, and then, and then there was Julia and her kid who it seems like. Well, from what I gathered was Julia ha- had a kid from when she uh, had relations with D- Hank at some point yeah. in the past. Mm, and seemingly had, 20 years ago. I feel like this was like a season five thing where they were like, we, yeah, need, to, now. we need to add something. Um, Give him a son. <laughs> and make him like a dweeb or something so we yeah, can yeah. like fix him. Yeah, make him the opposite of what he is so then <laughs> you can see like the weird dichotomy of like, <laughs> that's just like Ben Dunn. Again, I feel like that kid is that kid is just like a like a Jonah Hill like trope thing now that like you just have like a curly haired kind of pudgy kid 
Yeah, except the thing, but the problem with that is, is Jonah Hill's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> if Jonah Hill like was the, his kid in the show, that would have been like hilarious. It's kind of like the crappy son from uh, GTA Five. <laughs> nice. Fan of that. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, there was that. But then he ended up. It, it looked like he was gonna maybe get together with Julia. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and and Hank kept turning down having sex with like multiple women in this multiple, episode. Yeah. He doesn't have sex with they made random, a point. He doesn't. He, yeah. Doesn't, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore. He's mm-hmm. a good guy now. Yeah, it oh. feels like he just changed this episode. <laughs> like the way That's they were possible. making it looked. It yeah. looks like he literally just changed this episode. We didn't see a single boob, did we? Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. yeah. Other people had sex. Oh, yeah. We saw I'm other sure boobs. <laughs> um, and we only saw one butt, and oh, it was yeah, also a, a dude butt. So only see dude butts. We mm-hmm. saw a dude butt in this. Yeah, we saw Stu's butt. Stu's butt. Oh, you blocked oh. it out of your memory. Apparently, I missed that. Um, I feel like I would remember. David Duchovny grabbed it. But he did. Yeah, when they hugged. Oh, not Stu. It was the lawyer. Oh, Charlie. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Charlie's, Charlie's butt. butt. Oh, so I forgot to talk about him in the, in the other section. Is that? He's like a very recognizable, notable guy from Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the guys, one of the gals' husbands. I thought his he's butt in a looked bulk familiar. of a show. <laughs> I, rem- I recognize <laughs> that. I've seen that butt. Where have I seen that butt? Uh, yes. Josh, show me your butt. When I was Butts having, in the city. When I was having sex in the city. <laughs> um, but then, but then, uh, Hank didn't. Go on a date with Julia and like woo her. He sent some other dude who seems like must have been from Julia's past as well. Yeah, more recent past or something. Because they're like, oh, he must have put us together. That guy, Wiley. What a guy. Classic Hank. That's the guy from Sopranos. Yeah, who was causing trouble in in the pilot. Obvious wig. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a weird choice. Silly wig. Uh, Odd choice. Yeah, so he did that, and then he. Drove to the airport and wrote a letter to Karen uh-huh. about how he like wants to be with her. Right. And then he just left his car with the door open in the middle of the road. Because he like, couldn't start it. It wouldn't start. It just wouldn't start all of a yeah. sudden. And then he ran to the airport, caught up the same plane that Karen caught, Yeah. Mm-hmm. read the letter to her, and won her heart. Mm-hmm. And then it ended with them flying to their flying daughter's to wedding. wedding. Yeah. In New York. No, it actually ended on the shot of the car sitting in the middle of the road. Yeah. Just infuriated me a little the bit. The door's still open. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just have a junker that, you know, it it just dies where it dies, man. I mean, sure. What if they cut <laughs> back to him and he's just like, oh, shit, my car. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I just leave that there. <laughs> I was d- really he, drunk. He kissed it goodbye. <laughs> he gave it a little. Yeah, he's he gave it a little peck. Um, seven years of this Porsche. Uh, Joe hate twenty twenty. Where does this episode land on your hatred um, scale? It wasn't like it was so whatever that it I, like I couldn't muster up the energy to even hate it. It was just sort of like <laughs> okay, huh. I guess we're doing the things. I did I I did catch like at least in the first episode it was just like what you said earlier was like they're trying to make this douche like be somebody you want to cheer for which yeah. nothing he done is like admirable or worth of like worth our time. Uh-huh. And then and in this episode I was like they're just doing things that every other show's already done. They added a kid because they ran out of content. Uh-huh. They mm-hmm. they did indecent proposal like mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. He catches her out like he didn't catch her in the airport. He caught her on the plane and read a thing, yeah. and now he, he's like a good guy. He knows the right thing to say to everybody to like fix them. Right. Well, and he especially knows the right thing to say like while ri- written it, like writing it down on a paper yeah. to like like do a love thing. He's a writer. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he could have wrote anything, and I bet you know yeah. he would he would have known how to do it. Yeah, I didn't find the letter particularly moving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just like I'm was sorry, I screw up all the time. Yeah. Uh? <laughs> uh? Uh? It ends uh? with like that shrug you like, into this? emoji. You into this? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. the I mean I would say that the sex part of the show it doesn't really bug me, I don't really care. But mm. that doesn't I don't I don't whatever. 
But I'm starting to see what I feel like is how did the show go seven seasons when it's seemingly from first and last that it's not very original uh-huh. is what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it doesn't seem to really, I mean, and it, it apparently had some like acclaim, like it won some Emmys mm-hmm. and the sixth season I read was like its highest rated season. So it like only went up. Yeah. And then, um, but it doesn't really seem to do the things well that it's trying to do. Like the tortured artist thing. You do not really get that vibe. There's another thing that like, he's supposed to be a good writer and it's like, he fucking wrote a letter and it's still not good. Yeah, it's just like, okay. What? So uh, there must be, I assume and hope that there's actual like good writing. Like at least like, in the first season, he gets out of his writer's block and you see some stuff. I don't know. You think he, like, doogie houses it and he's just, like, typing in his typewriter? Yeah, yeah for sure. In his Mac 2. <laughs> Dear journal. Two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it just feels very much up its own butt. And, like, <laughs> he's, like, fixing everything and then Literally amongst Literally and that, figuratively. Like, everybody's still trying to have sex with him. And it, and now he's turning it down, which makes it feel even more smug. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, yeah, Josh, Josh, like mentioned, like thought that it would be less about like the sex stuff. I feel like it was almost more. It was like we're <laughs> yeah. just we're just leaned into the perversion. Of well, the they really were watching this they, show. They had to lean into it for everybody else besides Hank. To show to you, oh, like, how, yeah. like, Hank has grown or, like, changed. Yeah. Like, that's what Maybe. this episode did. I just got the feeling that, like, this has just become what this show is. It's just how I'm sure it's the main appeal gross. of the show. Can we be? Also, um, Heather Graham was only in nine episodes of this show, so it looks like she was only in the last season. Just last okay. And the last season was twelve yeah, I episodes. There are some other like big cameos in this show. Right, but I mean that I mean that presumably would mean that like literally like it wasn't even a season five. It was last season throwing a kid to like make it go one more season. Mm. So okay. they did that. They did that. They did it. Good Never a bad job. idea to just throw in Heather Graham. Never a bad idea. I mean, eh. she's great. You don't <laughs> like Heather Graham? I just don't think she's a great actress. I think <clears throat> she's one of those people that it's like, oh, I'm very aware that you're acting right now. And I'm like sucked into your character <laughs> whatsoever. Rob Lowe was in six episodes of this show. Yeah. See? Over the course of like three years. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah, supposedly it was known for some some bigger cameo stuff. Anthony Kiedis. Would it wouldn't be funny if the Red Hot Chili Peppers sued that, tried to sue them, and then they lost, and then they were like, well, "Could I at least like be in the show?" <laughs> yeah, it's a. And they put them all in like one episode. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, whatever. Cool. We didn't go to court, so it didn't cost us any money because <laughs> we just told you the one thing you didn't do, and you were like, oh, yeah. Oh, hmm. Weird. Oh, cool. Um, so, I mean, before we get into predictions, I suppose we got to ask, hey, Joe, you going to watch this show? <sighs> let's see. Um, let's see. Think about it, though. <laughs> um, pluses. Uh, <laughs> David Duchovny's in it. Um, it's available. <laughs> it's on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, are there is Showtime have a thing with Hulu that you can watch their stuff? Yeah. You stream their shit. They must. I just read some like a Wall Street Journal article that is talking about all the like different streaming things that are about to pop up, and all your favorite shows are going away to different things. Like mm-hmm. Parks and Rec is going to the. What is that show on NBC? Yeah. It's going on to their thing, so it's going to disappear from stuff. It'll be very curious to 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 see what happens when like CBS, NBC, blah 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 all really try to like lean into their streaming. Like yeah. 
hey, no one's going to watch our show. No one, people stopped yeah. watching TV on TV. So now, like, tune in and watch it, and whatever. But thing. you have to pay yeah. for ours. And it's like, I think what's one million things. I mean, I think some people are going to do uh, some things, but at the same time, it's it's going to turn into that like cable. So yeah. It's just cable again. Then I yeah. mean, you know what's going to exactly. happen? It's just everyone's just going to pirate everything. You know how easy it is to just pirate stuff, right? Yeah. Like right now, it's like easy to just be like, "Fine, I'll give it's Disney just, ten bucks and yeah. just do it legally." Fine, yeah. but <laughs> it's like if it's, you couldn't, or if it was more expensive, everyone's just going to torrent that shit. Exactly. It's just going to come go back to the early two <laughs> thousands, <Yeah>. basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's really cr- crazy to think it's like so obvious, like this is going to happen if you tried to split everything up. Yeah. The only mm. reason people don't pirate shit is not for morals. It's just the, for convenience. They don't want to look look around for stuff. So it's way easier to give Netflix tw- twelve dollars a month yeah. <laughs> than to like yeah, download every episode of The Office. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> I think The Office is still like the most watched thing on like Netflix. Makes sense. But it's like going away and it's going to wherever it is is like streaming thing on like twenty twenty one something like that is, is leaving too. Yeah, right. like next year. Good. I think. But it's going <laughs> good. But it's like I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was uh, paging through Netflix, and they have there was a, you know, they have like their different named like categories, and they have one now that's casual watch. <laughs> yeah. And the offices in there is like okay, see, so these are shows you literally just put on if you don't actually want to watch it yeah. <laughs> you're just not paying attention at Trying all to do well, a puzzle. It's, just, it's just like <laughs> yeah. well it's like my grandma just had am radio playing all the time like in her house it's just, just so new somebody radio. would talk to you you know kind of thing yeah. it's and a new so, white noise and you just turn on the machine. office i mean i'll just like yeah. i'll do that i'll like i, I think go. it's just funny that you like there are shows they have specifically like deemed yeah. for that purpose. I mean, I think I've said it before, but it'd be great if there was uh, like just a shuffle button. Just give me a random episode of The Office. Like, and I want to start a season. Just give yeah. me an episode. I want to listen to this album, yeah. but it's a show, and I would just shuffle. I don't care. Yeah, I would do that with Arrest Development mm-hmm. all the time. I do it myself. Mm-hmm. Like you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like this one, I guess. Um, let's get to predictions because, oh, wait, wait so you well, are I mean, watching this show, Joe? You, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cut you off fully 20 minutes ago. Jo- Joe's going to watch all of it before next week and report back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, God, I love David Coveney. I really wanted to like this show, but mm. like, I don't find anything redeeming about the two episodes we watched. It's just not X-Files. No, it's no. not Mulder. No, very few things. What are. if there was like an alien subplot in like seasons two through six, and Ooh. we just never saw? Any I would totally, watch. I would totally watch. Well the first, I would. I would watch some of that just to see. But I'm sure there's a little bit of that show. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So, predictions. Um. I had um, a cemetery scene. There was not. No. The, that Hank dies later. He did not. Well, maybe that plane mm. crashed. We don't know. Maybe. <laughs> they never make it to their daughter's wedding <laughs> yikes um that would have been a better show i had that becca writes a book which she did not mm. um and then i had one more thing that i don't remember what it was okay sure. if i think of it sure it was great <laughs> <laughs> you sure forgot to bring up. your paper into the I room did. I see. if uh-huh. i think of it i'll let you know but i'm pretty sure it's a zero <laughs> fair, fair enough um well i said hank has a movie coming out based on his new book Mm -hmm. uh no no um i said he wrote a book called fuck but (laughs) apparently he wrote a book called californication yeah we saw that in the intro thing yeah californication by hank moody to the pre-credits so no um i said he was married to karen i might be one season off from that but it ended yeah so no Mm -hmm. um and then I'm going to work for this one a little bit. I don't know if you'll agree, but I said, Zero. I said no Becca. <laughs> and technically she's not in the episode except for a dream. The dream sequence. <laughs> I think she's in Oh, it. you're right. The only part, I mean, she, she she's in the out. show, but mm-hmm. she's not, she's like talked about, but she wasn't actually in this episode. Yeah. But she was dream. in a dream. I say she's in the show. Yeah. I mean, we saw her character. Yeah. All right. I was just hoping that maybe it was a dream <laughs> and I went. Like that was like a hard point five for me. Um, yeah, my other straight predict was that there was a Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. Oh, yeah. Um, 
which there was not. Didn't catch it. Yeah. It was a deep cut if it was. Or it wasn't because I stopped listening to them after 2007 <laughs> or whatever. What do you got, Jimmy? What was the live one? Okay, I had a uh, number one, Hank is getting married. Nope, Becca was. So close. Uh, Becca's graduating college or graduate, graduated college. Didn't see any of that. Charlie is divorced. Apparently, they're still together. They're just really, really effed up. They're getting indecent. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had Hank has a big book out or coming out, and apparently he just writes letters while driving on the freeway almost to the airport, stops in the middle of the road, and just ditches his car with the car door open. That almost made me more upset than the car being there. Yeah, why wouldn't you shut it? I, I, I just shut the door, man. I literally thought just shut the door Common because, courtesy. like, what if you come back? <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, you left was... it in the lane. Also, like, if you stopped there, like, you couldn't, like, pulled off the off yeah, of the car's gonna, actual like, drive road. Around, you know? Like, even, have you never driven a vehicle? It's just hints of old Hank, you know? He didn't change. He's just hiding who he really is. Hmm. Bad piece man, of shit he didn't human. didn't bang anyone's, like wife in this episode <laughs> yeah or any children <laughs> <laughs> i was really surprised it was joe who brought that up <laughs> that great. yeah it's Remember... a good progress yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. progress um all right well that's it that's californication hope <clears throat> you guys enjoyed the show as much as we did woo Hope you dream of Californication. Um, if you yep. want to make show suggestions, you can do that at FNL Podcast on the Gmails or on the Twitters. Clearly, we need yeah. some. Yeah. If you <laughs> like Californication, come tell us why. Tell us why we're wrong. I mean, yeah, I would actually, I would actually legitimately want to know if there's yeah. like a redeeming factor about this show. We're going to hear we're from like David Duchovny's burner Twitter account. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> David, if you're listening, <laughs> tell me why an X-Files fan like me should like Californication. And get, and get to a meeting, man. Because you're the only Sex reason I'm addict. Is uh, Jillian Anderson in this show at some point? <gasps> Ooh. Uh, yeah, see? Not. We're all I'd, in. I'd watch that episode. <laughs> yeah. So, let us know. Um, that Especially is all we have. finally... Never mind. Let's they, go. They do it. Well, it's, it's implied. implied. It's implied. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see you next week on another first and last. Goodbye. <laughs>